Get down, everybody. She's going to blow you away. I'm talking about my co-host here, Starbucks. <laughs> Got that hot chai tea thing going on, right? Are you about to blow up like that exploding ring? Oh, my God. I'm going to blow up way more than that exploding ring. Oh, my goodness. Uh, that was like mild diarrhea. Mild diarrhea. Hey, welcome back to the street theater. And uh, I'm your host, Waylon Frederick, a.k.a. Fire Marshal Bill. <laughs> and uh, let me tell you something. <laughs> AEW Revolution, you know, we're going to get into that. But I can tell you one thing, just like Fire Marshal Bill used to say, I'll apply it to wrestling. Even a wrestling match can be dangerous in the hands of a maniac. Oh, yes, it can. An innocent little wrestling match, like a exploding ring barbed wire Death match. Are we really calling that exploding? Like really? Everything else, death match, five wire, well, but exploding. I don't know if you've seen. There, there's a guy out there on Twitter. He fixed that whole ending with some CGI. Oh, that was the best. I seen that. That you was awesome. That? He set that ring on fire. The whole earth stopped and just shattered. And that, and that's what they should have done. They should have went full WWE production mode and just blew everything up yes they should have bring the house down bring the house down well you know they're doing that you got people sacrificing their lives and sacrificing their bodies for what <laughs> jumped in man down <laughs> man down oh my goodness so <laughs> are you referring to eddie kingston i am I'm, that was down. the proudest moment I've had just watching him. And then it was just sad because nothing happened. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. So, yeah, I think that sums up Revolution 2021. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> thanks for tuning in, you know, because <laughs> man down. <laughs> That's all I'm trying to say. All right, so let's get into it real quick. Uh, did you watch it? That match? Yes, yes, I did. The whole match. For the most part. For the most part. For the most part. I've seen some pretty, pretty decent areas and then mm. not so decent areas and then really not so decent areas. And I don't even know what the hell was at the end. Well, I can tell you what was at the beginning. Dr. Britt Baker and Maki Ito. I don't know if she's the god of piss and shit. Oh, dear God. Or the god of love and war. Or she's getting just free drugs. <laughs> or I think they just hand those out at the door, honestly. Well, in all honesty, somebody needs to check her identification card <laughs> and verify whether or not she can be in the ring. She, she doesn't look like an adult to me. Okay, there's a few people in there who don't look like adults, but yes, no. She well, poor old Reba, Rebel, she's on crutches. What happened there? I don't even know. Oh, well, she's messed up, okay? She's on crutches. Someone must have hurt her. <laughs> or was that explosion? It was an explosion. So, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Britt Baker and uh, Maki Ito, they defeated Riho and Thunder Rosa. Oh, God. Thunder Rosa. Riho. What kind of name is Riho? Like. Riho. Rihole? Like. Food? I didn't name the poor Repo? <laughs> Reho. Is that even English? Because, I mean, if it's not English, then it probably has a meaning. Okay. 
she is one of the Japanese women. Okay, then there's probably a meaning behind it. And it must have been before your time, I understand, because Riho was the AEW Women's Champion. Really? Well, more power to her. More power to her. Hey, having a championship belt of any kind for a female, yes, that's more power to you. Okay, wait a minute. Just because Nyla Rose was the AEW (laughs) champion, you don't got to go around here and act like women's championships being won by females is something unheard of. It's not unheard of. Any female who has had a belt, I'm going to say more power to you. Okay, give me a second. (laughs) Uh, Just give me a second. Actual women having the belt. Right. More power to you. Right. Just give me a second. Give me a second. (laughs) Put you on the spot there, huh? Well, explain Sable. Uh, White cotton panties? Like... White cotton panties. Okay. You don't know about Riho (laughs) being the (laughs) AEW champion, but you have have caught word on the street about Sable and the white cotton panties. How could you not? There's a certain somebody out there who is fascinated with them. Hey, bro. I'm just saying. Wait a minute. I'm just putting it out there. Hey. Hang on now. All right. Anyways, moving on before we start burying ourselves. <laughs> the Young Bucks. <laughs> Matt Jackson and Nick Jackson. Good old boys. No relation to Starbucks. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Defeated the inner circle, which would consist of Chris Jericho and Maxwell Jacob Friedman. See, I'm upset about the Freeman part. I'm not upset about the Jericho part. Well, you'd be um, surprised to find out that Jericho took the Meltzer driver. Really? Did he take it well? Well, you know, there's only really one way to take it, but <laughs> I mean, they there was a lot of jiggling involved. Oh dear God! And they went for the spot earlier in the match, and really, that's like one of those towards the end of the match, especially if there's gonna be all that jiggling. Nobody wants to see jiggling, and they have to watch it keep going. Well, he reversed it the first time. And there was also a strange segment where Mr. Balding Buck decided he was going to do his somersault face plant. (laughs) And by face plant, I mean it's like he does a somersault, he grabs your face, and you face plant. Yeah. Jericho just looked at him. He didn't sell it at all. I don't even think he was in position. Oh. Well, that's not good. In In all honesty, because it's like he'd have to dive for no reason. I don't see Jericho doing anything for no reason, let alone if it's not for his own reason. I was going to say I don't see Chris Jericho diving. <laughs> That's <so true. laughs> I was at least giving him some credit. <laughs> no, I mean, Chris Jericho just kind of... <sighs> he he does the faint, they call it. And, and I don't mean he falls over and faints. No, the faint, F-E-I-N-T. <laughs> he, he faints it. He fakes it. He's punting it, basically. little punt. <laughs> a little punt. <laughs> Not a big kick, just a punt. Okay. Pitching. So we got on to the next match. The Casino Tag Team Royale. Exactly. <laughs> okay, well, the rules were simple. You had to eliminate both members of the team. Makes sense. And so it came down to Jungle Boy and Ray Phoenix. Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy. 
From that Jurassic Express. No, from that just absolute freaking waste of space, air, and time. Express. My opinion on it. I, yeah, that's your opinion. That's your opinion. I don't think they're a waste of space. I think they're a waste of money. And that's a complete difference. That is true. That is that is a waste of money completely. Because nobody's paying for that. Absolutely not. Unless, honestly, do they need the money for child care to make sure they can watch each other? Because, like, those are children. Well, obviously, Marco Stunt is a child. Th- really? Like, th- th- I don't understand how he... You want to talk about checking ID, identification at the door? Who missed his? Because that Rojo lady, she should be able to come in no matter when, whenever she was. Did you call her Frajo? No. Her name <laughs> is Riho. Riho. Okay. T- I said Rojo like the fucking, what is it, red? My bad. Riho. Rojo. <laughs> okay, so Ray Phoenix representing the Death Triangle. Sounds about right. His brother Pentagon. Pat Neville. Ah, oh, good old Neville. Good old Neville. I love Neville. So, you know, Phoenix goes over to the Death Triangle. They get the future AEW Tag Team Championship shot against them Young Bucks. Young Bucks. So watch out, Young Bucks, because the Death Triangle's coming for you. You know the Young Bucks are just going to super kick them right out of their own Death Triangle, right? <laughs> what is that supposed to mean? It's the Young Bucks. How long have they had that freaking have those titles? Not too long. Not too long? No, not too long. They they tried to pull it off like they, you know, didn't want anything to do with the tag team title situation. Oh, they tried to pull a Cody. With, well, yeah. For Cody did it. The Hangman did it. Um, and, and the Bucks did it. So basically anybody who's in that higher, higher, higher circle? Yeah, we don't even bring up Christopher Daniels. So he doesn't get brought up at all. Well, he's in SCU. And... Kind of just background noise. In SCU. <laughs> yeah. <So. laughs> Blending in. You know. Poor guy. <laughs> That's just terrible. <laughs> that is just he's missing Kazarian. <laughs> That's what the problem is. That's his buddy right there. You know what we need is we need some hot and spicy curry, man. That's what we oh need. Oh, my God. Not we, the hot and spicy. We need some curry, man. Now at this moment, at this point in time, no, that's not even. No, we actually <laughs> do. Because right now, this it's not sizzly. It's not hot. It's not spicy. It's not flaming. It's not flaming on. It's, it's limp noodle. That's what it is. It's bad top ramen. Well. I guess I could get him out of his little slump that he's in. Because I don't think that they're winning very many matches. Buck up, dude. Buck up. It doesn't matter how much hair Frankie Kazarian comes back with. <laughs> his hair plugs. I don't think it's hair plugs. How do you lose hair and then come back with more well, I hair? I think he just kept it, you know, shaved. I guess that makes sense. Especially if he has a receding hairline. I don't even know where his hairline starts or doesn't start. Half time I see him and he just he's got that face. The punch you in the face face. Yeah. Q T Marshall's the guy that got the the hair therapy. Oh, okay. I knew he it was somebody. The, he had the big receding hairline. Yeah. It's just a medium receding hairline. <laughs> it's working. I mean it's my hair. <laughs> <laughs> Much better than herpes. It's exactly. <laughs> I'm positive. Much better than herpes. It's A to the Z. 
than the Q to the T. Okay, that's why you have no hair. <laughs> From A to the Z. I give my hair to Q T Marshall. Oh. <laughs> the jabroni needs more hair. <laughs> Now the question is, where is that hair coming from? It come from the camel. <laughs> <laughs> camel toe. <laughs> positive. He says. Shit, you're always positive. <laughs> He's positive on the next match, too. Hikaru Shida versus Ryo. Not that real. Ryo Mizunami. So how many Rios are there? As far as I know, too. Really? But That's not confusing? Possibly more coming. Oh, God. You never oh know. Oh, yeah, that is true. You never know. More Rios. Rio 1, Rio 2. Is that the Rio movie? Well, these two were... They were they were acting strange. I don't know what what was going on there. I tried watching the match and sat through a couple minutes of it, and it, it was just strange because it was choreographed, yet somehow out of sync as if they had not choreographed it. And that's weird for, these are two Japanese, right? Chinese, Japanese. Yeah. They usually have their stuff like synced or like it's, it is choreographed. It's basically like martial arts but wrestling. It made me think that this Ryo Mizunami is a little off. Maybe he was just having an off night. That's very possible. Maybe he was he was feeling under the weather. Rio Mizunami is a woman. Maybe she was feeling under the weather. Uh, honestly, you know, if she's off, it's probably that time of the month. Just saying. I think this whole pay per view was under the weather. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe just possibly had it the wrong time of the month. That makes sense, yes. Because not right now we're getting into the heavy flow. We started off light. You know? <laughs> heavy flow. So yeah, so let's go. Let's let, let's pick this up again. <laughs> let's get into the heavy flow. So you got Miro and Kip Sabian with Penelope Ford. Oh, that's heavy. Well, that's heavy. We'll get into that in a little bit. Defeated the best friends, your boy Orange Cassidy, and that sexy Chucky T. How the are they Kentucky best gentleman. friends? No, Orange Cassidy don't need nobody. He's good on his own. He's like the he featuring. He's featuring best friends. Okay, look. You did not just disrespect anybody that's in the the uh, the that has the honor of being the Kentucky Gentleman, Chuck Taylor, tag team partner. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding you. Oh, you should be kidding me. Because, no, forget freaking the bu the butler, freaking Alfred, fucking Frodo, whatever freaking his name is. His name was Charles. His Charles. Positive. <laughs> his positive that he was doing Call of Duty on Twitch. Oh, my God. And break your back with the game over. Game over. His game was over when he put on that freaking butler suit. Chucky? Yes, Chucky. What do you got against Chucky? Not really anything, necessarily. Except for he just freaking decided to let freaking his best friend go off with some chick and freaking get punked by this other dude who seriously has anger management issues. Unless it comes to playing video games. Yeah. I don't have anything against him. I don't think that freaking Orange Cassidy is his best friend, though. Orange Cassidy doesn't need him. He's there to assist him. Featuring Orange Cassidy. 
<laughs> well, the real Orange Cassidy, please stand up. Exactly. See, that's the thing. The real one will not stand up. He's going to sit there <laughs> and act like he's sleeping. I just can't believe that you have nothing against Marshall Cassidy the third, but you have something against sexy Chucky T. Did you just call that fool sexy? Who who gave him that name? Who declared that his name is Sexy Chucky T? He probably gave it to himself. What so what? And if he didn't, <laughs> Trent gave it to him. And if Trent didn't give it to him, you know what he gave? Your boy gave it to him. No, Orange Cassidy called no. him Sexy Chucky There's T. That's no what way. happened. No, mm-hmm. we heard about that. We all knew about that. No heck no. <laughs> you didn't know. You know why? Why? Because you buy into that Orange Cassidy nonsense. That's oh why. The thumbs up. It is thumbs up. He don't need to call nobody sexy. He'll just give him a thumbs up. That doesn't mean you're sexy. That just means you're okay. Okay, so when he's running off his names to you and says, hey, man, what do you think about this? And says, sexy Chucky e. T. And he gives him a thumbs up. That's his fault. Oh, my God, because he didn't go against he it. He didn't go against <laughs> it. He just sat there with the thumbs up. That's your fault, man. <laughs> and it's your fault that... Okay, fine. He didn't give him the name. He approved. He just said, okay, there you go. Your fault that Chucky got put into the game over and tapped out. (coughs) I'm under attack over here. I've seen that. (laughs) It's crazy. Okay, moving on. Hangman Adam Page defeated Big Money Matt Hardy. Wait, I thought Matt Hardy was supposed to be, what is it? Trying to get him to be on his team. Trying to well, he was, but I think it might have been a little bit of a ruse because this match right here was the big money match. The winner receives the loser's 2021 first quarter earnings. Oh, wow. Well, you know Matt Hardy's got way more. Okay, well, Matt Hardy just lost his 2021 earnings to the Hangman Adam Matt Page, Hardy but here's more. the swerve. Here's the swerve. I'm guaranteeing you Matt Hardy's broke. <laughs> Not broke in. He's broke. So technically, and Hangman's gonna find that out when he gets those mm-hmm. twenty twenty one earnings. There may not even be any earnings. There may be losses that he has to cover. Oh, that's bad. Mm-hmm. Well, that makes sense. Why Matt Hardy would go into it? You could have just joined Matt Hardy. What did he want? Only like seventy percent of your stuff. Like, well, he didn't want to join Matt Hardy. Mm-hmm. He received a little bit of help from Dark Order. Looks Dark like he took Order. the age old advice. You can't beat him, join him. He joined them? I don't know if he's a full-fledged member. I don't know if he has a card and, and <laughs> he's been jumped in yet, but... <laughs> Got the power ring to go. <laughs> I don't know if his tattoo's there, and I'm also not sure if they've in <coughs> initiated him. But they're sure helping him. They're lubricating him. Oh, they're fortifying him. Yeah, there you go. Fortifying that lubrication. Fortification, that ass. All over. That was bad. Was it? That was bad. <laughs> you know why that was bad? Why was that I just bad? thought about this. We disrespected the Dark Order. Oh my gosh. That's what's bad? Well, yeah. Brody Lee's gone. You can't disrespect the Dark Order. Okay, Brody Lee is not the Dark Order. Brody Lee created the Dark Order. No, Brody Lee did not create okay, the Dark Order. Okay, he didn't order. create it, but he made it first. the Dark Order. He was the exalted one. But... But, interesting, interesting, at one point in time, it was rumored that Matt Hardy was going to be the exalted one. 
no offense to Matt Hardy. I think he could have done a good job, but Brody Lee blew it out the freaking water. That could be the swerve here. Matt Hardy's actually broke. There's no quarter one earnings. He is broken in the new leader of the Dark Order. And we just got you. We suckered you in, Adam Page. We helped you beat me so you could cover my losses. Ooh. See, that? that's a nice swerve right there. You're now funding the Dark Order. You may not want to be in it, but you're funding it. So <laughs> technically, you're still with it. Poor, poor Adam Page, man. Man, you just should have just joined Matt Hardy. Well, you exactly. know what? You should have just joined Dark Order. Man, this guy can't get anything right. He should have just stayed in the elite. I was about to he should have just stayed home. <laughs> should have just stayed in Ring of Honor. Oh, oh. dang. <laughs> oh, the truth hurts. Anyways, we're going to move on here. We've got the face of the revolution ladder match. The brass ring match. You saw part of that. The brass ring. Yes, the yes, I did. Ring. You got to reach up for that ring, pal. <laughs> it's wrong company. But, but the brass ring is here. The brass ring. You can't have a briefcase with money in the bank, but we can have that brass ring. Exactly. Remind you of anybody? Hmm. Well, it reminded me of my father. Or like Paul Heyman would say, my father's eyes. Really? I swear to you on my father's eyes. <laughs> oh, dear God. <laughs> I swear on everything and anything. <laughs> swear to you on your own soul. Wait, what? <laughs> Please don't swear on my soul. <laughs> Get out your checkbooks. Uh, Matt Hardy, uh, I need you to cover airfare for the ECW guys. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Anyways, so Scorpio Sky, you saw that. Scorpio Sky, he grabbed the brass ring. Wasn't he hanging from the brass ring, basically? Scorpio Sky is god damn athletic. No. <laughs> Plug him in with Kofi and Xavier. <laughs> Get him out there with Arn and Tully. I don't think that would work. Maybe well, maybe Xavier and freaking Kofi. And see now Vince McMahon's head it would work, but most of those guys are Okay, if we're going off that, anything could work. Get them out there with freaking Orange Cassidy. You missed my punchline. Half those guys are in split rosters. So. <laughs> They're all going to end up in AEW. You already know this. Vince McMahon's going to end up in no AEW. No fuck. <laughs> no. Exactly. Get down there and negotiate a contract, damn it. <laughs> Get me out of here. I want to sit next to Taz and be commentary. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Will you stop? Right between freaking JR and Taz. I'm telling you, Vince, this shit sucks. They say, yeah. <laughs> Will you stop? <laughs> oh, man. Live here in the Thunderdome. No. We're not even in the Thunderdome. <laughs> Four thumbs down in the Thunderdome. You don't get seven stars in the Tokyo Dome. <laughs> Four thumbs down in the Thunderdome. All right, so moving on. If, do you want to hear who Scorpio Sky defeated? Well, yes. Yeah, yeah right. Cody Rhodes, Penta El Cerro, Lance Archer, Max Caster, and Ethan Page. The big surprise. Ethan Page. We can't move on without touching on the debut of Ethan Page. 
Who is that? Christian Cage. Wait, no, wait. Ethan Page. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Cage. Wait. Christian Cage. Wait. Ethan Page. That's not his government name? Ethan Page. I don't know if that's his government Christian name or not, but. <laughs> but he debuted. He didn't win. Naturally. We don't even know who he is. You don't know who Ethan Page is? I probably do, but he didn't seem like a nobody. Like, <sighs> you got Cody Rhodes. You got freaking freaking ponytail with the fucking red hair. Like, <laughs> 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 his name skipped my mind right now, but I remember that weave he's got freaking good to <laughs> braided into the back of his head. And if it's real, my bad dog. It just looks like freaking it's an extension. I know about fake hair. Like, that's what it looks like. It looks like the expensive kind now, so more power to you. <laughs> so yeah, and I mentioned in there Christian Cage, he he is the big signing. I thought wait, didn't they just sign a, J- a Japanese guy? Wouldn't that be technically the big signing? No, 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 no. That was Kenta. Okay. Um. Kenta showed up and hit John Moxley. And and this is just my opinion. It's part of that forbidden door that Tony Khan has opened. That forbidden door that nobody goes into because it doesn't improve ratings. <laughs> and it doesn't help sell merchandise. Oh, so it's probably real. No, the forbidden door is promotions working together. Oh, okay, okay. Impact working with All Elite Wrestling. New Japan working with All Elite Wrestling. That makes sense. Because Moxley's going over there and defending that IWGP Intercontinental title against Kenta, which it may have even happened already. I don't know. I, I don't keep up with that. Well, that makes sense, though. You can't, like, show all the, all the goodies behind the curtain, basically. you got to leave that curtain closed. That was the big signing, though. Not the big signing, the tall signing, the Paul White signing. Oh, no, that's the... But when Paul White showed up, the big show, the show big, he said <laughs> that he's got a big surprise signing. And nobody can outwork this guy. Oh, God. Christian Cage going to WrestleMania. What? <laughs> well, I just seen him at the Royal Rumble, and he looked up at the WrestleMania sign, and yeah, now he's in AEW. WrestleMania freaking sailed right the freak bomb past him. <laughs> the pirate ship with the WrestleMania flag on it just went the other way. It just kept going. It took Edge. That's what happened. Once again. Yeah. <laughs> once again. But this isn't the first time that Mr. Christian Cage has just jumped ship. He went to Impact. He made a pretty big uh, splash when he landed in those waters. Well, that's good then. Maybe this, oh, I'm not going to lie. I don't even know if this is going to work out for him. But they're, maybe it could. They're plugging him right in. So he's his first big uh, night in Dynamite. He was out there in the ring with Kenny Omega kind of squaring up on him, you know. So we're that's what we're looking forward to. I don't know if that's good because Kenny Omega is going to make anyone he's in the ring with look like shit. Just because he's in the ring. You take that back because Kenny Omega had a four thumbs down match in the Thunderdome with a blow up doll. Oh dear God! Exactly. You just you thank know you. Shawn Michaels can have a match with a broomstick. <laughs> <laughs> and 
Kenny Omega can have a match with a blow-up doll. Kenny Omega can't have a match with his own hand and below his belt. So, oh, yet no. <laughs> that's messed up. You don't like Kenny Omega? Really? You don't like Kenny Omega? I don't like Kenny Omega's ring-building skills. Well, I know who you do like. It's Sting! I am a friend of Sting, yes. Sting and Darby Allen are up next. That cinematic All match against Iowa. Team Taz. Brian Cage and Ricky Starks, that is. They're just bullies. Just big freaking muscle, freaking just bags of muscle bullies. That's it. Okay, well, one's got gas and the other doesn't. Okay, I'm scared to ask who's got gas. Oh, Brian Cage. Oh, he's, he's on, on the B12. I assume they're both on the B12. Ricky Starks? Okay, he's on the lean Ricky B12. Ricky Starks on the gas? No. No, take it back. Well, then he's on what's left Ricky over. Ricky Starks is a cardio machine. He never gets gassed. What are you talking oh about? <laughs> Ricky Starks will go all night long, baby. Yeah. Dressed to the T. Ricky Starks is a bona fide star. A bona fide star. Is he a stud, too? No. He is not. The Tennessee stud, Robert uh, no, Fuller. No, I did not say that. And he not is not the much. Tennessee stud, Robert Fuller. No, not at all. He do not reckon him to either one of the studs. I meant stud as in he thinks he's the shit, as in his shit doesn't stink, as he can walk through a room and everyone's head turns. I wasn't trying to say that he was the studs, because he was not. They would both freaking flatten him like a pancake. What would happen? I love Ricky Starks, but I tell you what, he'd get put in that four leg lock. Oh, he's done. <laughs> and he would need his goofball gassed up friend Brian Cage to come in. And goofball gassed up Brian Cage had a little bit of a high IQ. So when he saw one go down in, into that four leg lock, he was like, hmm, I think I'm next. So he's going to go try to get Taz. Yeah. He's going to go cry to dad. And Taz is going to go, well, which one of those fullers has got him in the leg lock? And he's going to tell him, well, it's Robert. Oh, well, I can't go in there and shoot <laughs> Ron because Ron's been to the snake pit and I'm not really a tough guy. I'm exactly. Just full of shit. On my father's eyes. Cole? Where's Michael Cole? He left. He had more brains. Nope. JR, somebody help nope. me. Nope. <laughs> somebody, please. Vince McMahon, that's when you should have him there. <laughs> Will you stop? Exactly. Fuller leg lock. God damn. Seen the hose on that guy? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. What does that have to do with anything? Oh, man. So, anyways, Darby Allen and Sting, they pick up the victory. Oh, that's good then. And uh, Hook showed up. You know Hook. Do I know Hook? Well, is this Captain Hook? He's Taz's son. Oh, the one who got freaking kidnapped and put in a body bag. There you go. Okay, I didn't know he had a name. I just knew that he was basically a prop for Sting to play with. You know, I'm not a tough guy, but I (laughs) named my kid Hook. That's just retarded. Yeah, you're not tough. That's just retarded. (laughs) Survive if I let you. No. I was was supposed to start with beat me if you can, but my CPU (laughs) kicked in. Will you stop? So your boy's up next. We got ourselves a good old exploding barbed wire death match where your boy Kenny Omega 
takes Did you on, just takes no. on your boy John no. Moxley? Kenny Omega, Kenny Negative will never be my boy. Moxley, I like that actually. <laughs> Man, that guy. I don't know that ring announcer's name. I forgot it. That slips my mind right now, but. His announcing has got to stop. <laughs> he's got to go home. I at least thought you were going to say something positive about it. Nah, he's got to go. That guy's <laughs> got to get the hell out of there. You know what I mean? Because I felt like I was hot dog in there doing his, oh dear God. his impersonation. You know what I mean? We don't need that kind of bullshit in there. Let's pack your shit up. I mean, but it matches the rest of the card, right? <laughs> I don't really want to jump the ending of the match already but I think his introduction because he did this thing for Kenny Omega <laughs> okay. exactly <laughs> sure you ripper he, he's going after Dan that's what it oh, is shit. exactly <laughs> man where is New Day at when you need him Laughing their asses off. Laughing their asses off at that finish. Exa- oh my god! Oh my god! Or laughing themselves off at Dean Ambrose trying to get himself out of gimmicked barbed wire. At least he was just, bleeding. Just stuck, stuck. Oh, hang on, I can't get out. Oh. Hey, you can't, can't blame him. He no, actually no. went into the barbed wire, unlike someone else we know who did everything in their power to not touch barbed wire. Are you talking about Don Callis? No, I'm talking about Omega. <laughs> I think Don oh, Callis negative. got closer to the barbed wire than Kenny Omega. Exactly. Did. Man. And what about that little blade job he did? Oh, my. That was the worst ever. I, I don't know. No. Honestly, because you could see there was a little indent, but nothing was coming out. Like, how are you going to blade yourself and have nothing come out? I honestly believe when they went off the ring into the freaking table that didn't really have the barbed wire in it and freaking he had to sit there and punch himself in the fucking forehead just to make it work because it wasn't gonna work when you got freaking you got moxley over there bleeding to death basically all over the ring all over everything can't even see all in his eyeballs the boards that were in the ring propped up in the corner those had a little bit more legit barbed wire because he did get stuck in that and kenny omega did really really chicken out Oh, unbelievably. I think maybe his arm and his shoulder hit it a little bit, but no, he chickened out horribly. And it's not like it's not like Moxley was putting him in a compromising position. It was a, it was a somersault into a barbed wire board. It was simple. Pretty safe. I mean, relatively safe when you consider what you're doing. Exactly. You consider everything else is bombs and freaking will stab you. That was actually nothing. It wasn't at high speed. It wasn't freaking. Nope. It wasn't even heinous. Oh, oh, he made sure it wasn't high speed. I'm telling you, I want to make a gif of him putting <laughs> on the brakes two to three times in the middle of this motion. Like yeah. He just pops the emergency brake. Like, you know, oh, no, whoa, no, whoa, no. Even going freaking going into it, it was breaking. And. And and then when they went to the outside, even that that little section that that was gimmicked out, but he was still afraid. He didn't hit the table. He like bumped the table and went off the side. He made sure he took everything on his shoulders off of John Moxley's rib cage. So I'm you know maybe there's a little bit of contact there, but mostly he just 
I'm going to squish John Moxley. He bounced off of her. <laughs> like Mario. Bloop. Just right off. That was it. <laughs> he took uh, some good old uh, Smash Brothers. Yeah. Super Smash Brothers. He said, uh, Evil Uno. <laughs> Help me. <laughs> he said, Join Dark Order. Hell no. He <laughs> said, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk to you. Where's Evil Dose? <laughs> He's going to tell you the same thing. Join Dark Order. Join Dark Order. You want help? Come join us. Then you can sit here and do nothing like we do. <laughs> sit there with masks and have no names and nobody knows who we are. Retribution. No, good God, Retribution. So as we know, Kenny Omega picked up the win <laughs> with the help of some good brothers. You know those douchebags. Those good old boys. Yeah, they're douches. Yeah, one of them. Yeah. Douches. <laughs> douches. <laughs> and you were there. You were there. And so the question will be asked forever to, to the general public. Where were you when the earth stopped turning? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Watching in utter shock at the disbelief. I was prepared for actually an explosion. I was prepared for the lights to go out. I was prepared for flickering, something, screaming, horror, slasher, anything. Except for what the hell happened. Nothing. Well, the heels, the good brothers, who are the bad guys, and Kenny Omega, who is whatever the hell he is, and yeah. Don Callis, <laughs> who's an evil jackal. He is an evil jackal of a man. <laughs> he looks like an evil jackal of a man. He also looks like an easy sandwich. He looks like he's Cyrus the virus. He probably has a virus. Oh, come on now. So this, those guys, they all, you know, they grabbed a little flunky Kenny Omega and like, we got to get the hell out of here because the earth is about to stop turning. Tony Khan's a billionaire. We know what he's going to do. Spend no money on this pyro. <laughs> well, yeah. Come on, pal. The rich get richer. They don't spend money. Yeah, also, if you don't give your fans what you want or what they want, you're not going to have anything. Because that was absolutely horrible. That was just a huge letdown, a huge disappointment for all that buildup, all that blood. But we haven't even got to the biggest letdown. Poor Eddie Kingston. I know. Because we honestly didn't think freaking Moxie had any friends. He had one friend to go out there and sacrifice himself. And I was explaining that to you. You were. Yes I was you explaining were. it to you. Nobody's going to come save this dude, man. He's John Moxley. When they started putting the handcuffs on, I was like, no one's going to come out. No, and you're like, no. I was no. like, come on. He's got to have some friends. But in someone. In retrospect, the other guy, the only other guy who in that position I would have said the same thing about. If they were handcuffing Kenny Omega, I'm sorry, Kenny Omega, what the hell am I talking about? Oh, wishful thinking. <laughs> wishful thinking. <laughs> if, they, if they handcuffed Kenny Omega and threw him out in traffic, <laughs> if they handcuffed Eddie Kingston and were beating him down, I would have said the same thing. Nobody's going to come out and save this guy. Shit, they're both black sheep. So he comes out and saves him. Well, tries to save him, but he can't, get his, can't get his limp body out of there. He's a dish rag. He can't carry this soaking wet piece of crap, so... He jumps on his friend <laughs> to save him. It's a bomb. This is fucking Armageddon. Man down. Yeah, man down. Saving private, saving Ryan's privates or whatever the freaking movie is. <laughs> <laughs> Private Ryan, there we go. And the earth stopped turning 
and a firework explosion. You did not just call that a firework. That was less than one of those little sparkly sticks. Okay, so there was a junior high where it was not my junior high, but it was the rival junior high, and they decided to set off fireworks. This was when I was in seventh grade, and this would be one grade ahead of me, the eighth graders. They decided they were going to set off some fireworks, and I didn't know that they had mortars and stuff like that. And they had some in a trash can, a Rubbermaid trash can, and that's where they were pulling from. That was their stockpile. And one of the idiots had thrown one of the lighting utensils into this into this bucket on purpose and set off I don't even know how many but it was completely I'd say 10 times larger than the <laughs> AEW explosion <laughs> just off of sheer shock and effect these guys AEW put out sparklers like dude seriously I've put in a plug into the wall and had a bigger fucking spark come out of it like seriously the whatever that was and the little fog the little smoke like, you could at least shook the camera and made it seem like there was an explosion happening. Oh, you could have gotten WWE Thunderdome on him and shook the camera with yeah, impact? Yeah, do, do it like pan, freaking pinball. Shake the table. Shake it a little bit. Make yeah. it look like it's moving. You know what? No, you're right, though. They could have shook the camera and knocked it off tripod-like, you know? See? As if the explosion had shook the whole Daily Center. Exactly. And the cameras are knocked off, you know? Have the cameraman hit it's, the ground. There's no screaming, no nothing. Nothing at all. Just sparklers. You know, had the cameras and microphones been pointed at the actual audience, the people at home who paid money for this pay-per-view, you'd have heard a lot of screaming. Oh, and disappointment, but yeah. The angry fans. Yes, very angry. And a lot of uh, what the Fs and uh, what the this and what the this and what a letdown. We were prepared for actually some kind of explosion, some kind of pyro, something. Not sparklers. I guess that's the story of AEW's life. <laughs> so that's uh, AEW Revolution. That's, there that's was no revolution to that. A complete letdown. But let's, let's complete let's loss. Let's capitalize on that. Let's talk about that for a second. Kenny Omega issued a statement on the dud explosive. <laughs> this is what Kenny Omega says. Yeah, it was really deflating to do so much preparation, test the explosions, have them be impressive in the rehearsal, and then have it be something so much different than what was promised. It made me appreciate everyone who worked hard and did their part even more, though. But like you said, we really wanted to have a good one, and we added real barbed wire to help with the feeling of danger. So we really <laughs> risked a lot. Again, I love the match. Glad we did it. Sucks about the finale. There was no danger except for Moxley going to bleed out. And I don't understand how or what I wasn't there. I didn't see it. I didn't see these actual real explosions. I don't think there ever was explosions. I think we were all supposed to use our SpongeBob imaginations and imagine that these were huge explosions. One AEW Dynamite, John Moxley and Eddie Kingston gave a kayfabe explanation. It was a little embarrassing, but I'm me, said Kingston. When I went to that ring and I covered my friend thinking there'd be explosions and fireworks, I caught a flashback to the last time I had that level of anxiety, the last time I had that kind of panic where I couldn't breathe. That's when I was sitting in a jail cell, getting ready for court, and I had the guards telling me, we're going to take you to Rikers. 
We're going to take you to the Sting Sing, boy. Is this Everything like, went black. Is this, is this like <laughs> no more locked doors. No more locked doors. I feel you, Kingston. I feel you. Kingston went on to refer to Omega as a joker. And Moxley said, I don't think he was joking. He was trying to blow me up. Kingston said, I don't think he's that nuts. It's 2021. He didn't even blade himself. Well, says the two former rivals turned friends, then speculated on who built the dud of a bomb. I don't know who paid for that bomb, Moxley wondered. He barely had enough time to mention Tony Khan's name before Kingston gave his answer. Impact did. You know they did. And Moxley says, Impact paid for the bomb? Yeah, that makes perfect sense. (laughs) It was a dud. dud. It was a stinker. (laughs) It was an Impact Zone finale. Oh, my God. Sadly, Impact probably has more pyro. What's the Impact Zone doing here in Daly's place? Like, seriously. I've seen some of those intros, the little interests they have. They have freaking more pyro than what the hell happened at the end of that damn match. Discuss. A little more AEW news here. AEW star Matt Hardy defended Tony Khan going after that lady with her uh, copyrighted material that she put up on, uh, I don't know if it was YouTube, but she reviews stuff. And then I guess she puts a little clip in there or two of uh, some actual footage. Mm. And uh, Tony Khan was like, hey, chick, can you uh, not try to. Use all that material that I invest m- billions and millions of dollars in producing. Which I'm he sorry has I affected that right, your revenue. He has that right to say he's fucking doing the one doing it. Spending thousands of billions of billions of billions of dollars to do it. He's just going to come shit on it? Well, Matt Hardy went to defending him. Matt Hardy is also being paid by him. Okay. Maybe not a lot. <laughs> Maybe not a lot. <laughs> Remember, Matt Hardy's broke. <laughs> <coughs> I don't know because Matt Hardy's got that heated pool. Oh my God. Keeps it 90 degrees throughout the whole winter. That's when the guy on Twitter told him, You absolute privileged piece of shit. Continue to pile on small YouTuber for daring to criticize AEW and you're a billionaire owner. Oh, wait. You're its billionaire owner. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> broke Matt Hardy and wouldn't be called a billionaire, would he? No, he wouldn't. I mean, I still think he's broken, but still. He's a heel. Matt Hardy's a heel? That's what he says. I kind of like it that way. He responded to that by saying, Cupcake, do you know what privilege (laughs) means? I grew up in poverty and knew no one in wrestling. I earned everything I have. I sacrificed my health for this biz and what I've earned. He sacrificed one of his legs. Make malicious fun of my (laughs) sacrifices and job that feeds my family. Go fuck yourself. I approve of that message. 100 fucking percent. P.S. I'm a heel, dumbass. I approve of it. And he should be a heel. He's a better heel than freaking a baby face. Speaking of baby face, let's talk about some Ring of Honor news here. Kelly Klein. She um, is suing Ring of Honor. Really? Mm-hmm. She's saying there was some shenanigans, some sexual harassment, or some quid pro quo, or some something or the other going on Me there. And that when she went to management about it, they had told her, um, okay, we'll take care of it, we'll take care of it. And in her words, taking care of it to Ring of Honor management, went going up to the individual and saying, hey, um, don't 
don't talk to her anymore because this is what she's saying. That's not that's not professional. Like, like that's not up, how you do that. Heads up, like we know that Marty Skrull was the head bur- booker there, and he had fingers pointed at him for some underage stuff, which I guess over in England it isn't underage. I don't, I'm not exactly sure how that went down, but they relieved him of his duties in the Me Too movement. They started pointing at Marty Skrull. Marty Skrull sucks, and his booking was worse. So I was glad to see him go. Personally, <laughs> that's just me. But there's also Joey Ryan. Ugh. He was their Ring of Honor. He's barfing ugh. And what's strange there is um, Joey Ryan is also suing Ring of Honor. Real, Joey Ryan's just He's trying to get money he in to, any way. He went to them about some sexual harassment type stuff, and they didn't do anything about it. And unsafe, wait, 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 unsafe wait, wait, wait. That conditions. somebody was sexually harassing his nasty Joey ass? Joey Ryan has been on this trip since they came out against him. Yeah. And he's trying to turn it around. He's been trying to sue the people pointing the fingers at him for, like, defamation of character and false accusations and he things like that. He needs to honestly go to freaking therapy. That's what he... he oh, he shaved Jesus. his mustache. No, he found Jesus. Apparently not. He's found... He's he's now born again Christian, <laughs> and uh, he <laughs> saved himself, and he's fine. He's good. And, and he tells... He puts it out there. He's there for the women now. If they need help, if anything like that's happening to them... That's like an abuser coming in and be like, here, let me fix the problems that I've caused. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's that's true. So it could have been this Joey Ryan thing, which was why he would go into his own lawsuit to cover his own ass once again. Yeah. But it also could be, this is me remembering, Jay Lethal. Jay Lethal had some accusations against him in it. That is true. And it was hush-hush, put under the rug, and he was saying that Ring of Honor was taking care of it for him. That is true. So I lost a lot of respect for him. My that day. money is on Jay Lethal and Kelly Klein. Mm. That's just me. And that's why I think Joey Ryan jumps in because he knows they know that he knows who she's talking about. So he's going to, hmm, you're going to take it out on Jay Lethal? I doubt it. So yeah, no. He's kind of, I don't want to say untouchable, but he's kind of untouchable. Better, uh, better make me look good too. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm going to start squeaking. Which honestly, what you he can't squeak about anything because like he's in the freaking wrong. Who Joey Ryan wrong? Never. Yeah. No. Yes. Absolutely freaking wrong with his nastiness. I don't give a damn. You could change your freaking mustache, your face, your hair. Find Jesus. Find Buddha. Find whoever the hell you want to find. You're still a nasty son of a son of a. Yeah. You want to know what you? Let me let me start that over again. I had another CTE moment. <laughs> Would you like to know something that's going to s- turn your stomach? Technically, no, but yes. Okay. <laughs> Joey Ryan was in, in AEW, and he had penis druids. You know how the Undertaker has druids. Yeah, I think I remember you mentioning that before, and I blocked it out for a good old reason. Penis druids. Are you gonna tell me he, that he's not in the wrong? Penis druids. Wow. Just Technically, with that, AEW has actually gotten better. I don't know how the hell that wow. is, but not having penis druids anymore makes AEW better. This is also the same company that has Brandy. Okay, technically, she's not there right now. So, I refuse to say that 
penis druids are any better than the chief. I don't give a damn. Chief Brandy is way better the penis druids. The chief bikini officer. Yes. You got freaking the children out there with dino douche. I'm sorry. Maybe you She's not that bad. She is not that bad. Maybe She's you don't bad. know about her hot dogging. Okay, let me let me explain I this. I don't to want you. to hear about her in a hot dog at all. <laughs> <laughs> Unless she is having a pregnancy craving, I don't need to hear about her in a hot dog. Goodness. Brandy <laughs> tries to pigeonhole her little fat self into everything. She just recently got fat. <laughs> I don't know if you don't remember. Brandy started fat. No, I don't. I just remember her after her. In FCW, Brandy was fat. Well, more power to her. She got skinny. That's good. Well, she's yeah. about to get fat again. That's a whole different Like her fat. ego. Her <laughs> ego is fatter than she's ever been. And fatter Look who than she's she'll related be. to. Look what family she married into. She married into the Rose family. Exactly. If you will. They all have a freaking ego. I don't have an ego, baby. Yes, you do, baby. I'm a booker, baby. <laughs> you still have an ego. I've got the Both el- of your sons have egos. Elbow, not ego. Elbow. <laughs> elbow, if you will. Get funky like a monkey. It puddle if you will. With my elbow, not my ego. My elbow. It's called ego. It's called elbow. It's called ego elbow. Either way, it's ego. <laughs> He's whining and dining with the pork and beans. Okay. Now she's whining and dining with the hot dog. It just matters. Like she comes from Cody Rhodes, Dustin Rhodes, and freaking the dad. Like right. See. I left a part of the saying out. He's dying in the palace with the kings and queens, and that's who Cody and Brandy think they are. They think they're the king and queen, the Triple H and Stephanie McMahon of All Elite Wrestling. Except her ego is bigger than Stephanie McMahon's. How in the hell is that? She's one of those ladies that goes on Twitter and she takes pictures of herself half naked and then gets upset when people look at her like a sex object. She says, don't look at me like that. But don't put your ass on the fucking thing then like that simple. Here, Look at my ass, but don't look at me like that. That doesn't make any sense. I don't understand that. Can you see? Can you see right through what little I'm wearing? You can just imagine it, but don't imagine it. But join heels for $50 a month. <laughs> okay, what does selling heels have to do with freaking that? Um, the only way I could put it is Brandy Rhodes went to the Diamond Dallas Page School of Marketing. <laughs> and by that, I mean anytime you talk to Diamond Dallas Page, he said, you like, you walk up to him and say, Hey, champ, how you doing? He turns around, Bada boom, I'm Diamond Dallas Page, DDP former WCW champion and founder of YRG, yoga for regular <laughs> guys. Why do I call it YRG or maybe it's DDP yoga? Whatever he calls it now. Why? Because I'm tired of people calling it fucking yoga because it's not just fucking yoga. It's DDP <laughs> yoga. DDP, why? Why? Because it was YRG. Because I've got a feel for you. Of, uh, Enter the code Stevie 5 at checkout. <laughs> And if Stevie Richards heard that right now, he'd be like, you son of a bitch. Hi, Stevie. (laughs) You're going to get retribution. Black market creator. What? (laughs) But no, Brandy went to that that school of thought. You know, she she applied that. Any chance she gets, she's going to plug heels. So she's going to be in the middle of giving birth, live stream on AEW Dark. And trying to promote <laughs> heels. And the lady's going to be like, hey, Brandy, will you stop promoting and trying to get your shit over because you're fucking throwing off your breathing? Come on, Lamaze classes, girl. Breathe. 
Well, maybe she needs to concentrate on something other than pain. Right, like her heel run. Not heels, the program. Her heel run. No, like Callahan. She can come back and get retribution against Shaq. <laughs> what? I would hope that Shaq would retire his whatever career he's trying to go on right now by the time her baby comes. Yeah, like Shaq, you know I'm coming too, baby. He needs to sit his butt down with the general and put some lotion on. Like, seriously. I'm talking, what the hell? Lotion? Get lotion. No. Nah. Hell no. Nah. He's in that lotion commercial, isn't he? He is. I can't remember what it is, though. But it's like, no, Gold Bond. That's what it is. There you go. He's in the Gold Bond oh, commercial. Cocoa Go-Bond. butter. Cocoa butter. <laughs> yeah, it has cocoa butter in there. Shea butter, cocoa <laughs> butter. Goes on smooth on your skin. Non-greasy. Can't get yeah. a French fry. Oh, heck no. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I want to put out there, if you ever roll up on somebody while they are eating McDonald's French fries and you don't know them at all and just roll up like, can I get a French fry? No. No. That is just, I don't even, that's some ego and, right and there. That, and that's real, people. If you're listening to this, thank you for tuning in. I, I forgot to show my gratitude at the beginning, but if you've made it this far in the episode, I thank you very much. But that this is real. Before we recorded this episode, we went and got some McDonald's French fries. Yes. Three large French fries. We're doing it big, right? And we decided we're going to stand outside because the lobbies are closed. You can go in to order. You can take it out, but you can't eat inside of there. So we're just standing outside. And one of these guys who'd either been in the wrapped drive-thru that they've told to go park and wait for his order, or he yeah. works there, or he's just driving around acting like an idiot, pulls up and says, hey, bro, you want them french fries? We don't know him. Mm-mm. I looked at him, and I said, um, what? He said, can I get a french fry? I said, what? Yeah, let me have one of them fries. Hell no. Nah. Yeah, hell no. Nah. Uh-uh. Can't have my french fry. No, and I'm just playing. I'm uh-uh. just playing. Yeah, No. You then get, you'll pull in and freaking go into the freaking McDonald's. It's 2021. People ain't even trying to come at you for money or anything. They <laughs> want your French fries. Exactly. Right? Give, let me get one of them fries. If I get your fries, I don't have to go in there and order my, any of my own. Yes, he don't work like that. Heck, no. especially with McDonald's French fries. That's asking for a fight. That's I'm sorry. I was ready to fight. Ready to get down. One of your French fries. I don't it, know you. You know they sprinkle crack. Oh, yes. On the McDonald's. Oh, yes. There is like magic pixie dust gold freaking. What is the secret ingredient? Crack cocaine because I'm addicted. You just sit there just licking your fingers and eating and you can't even move. You can't move. You are paralyzed from the deliciousness of freaking McDonald's french fries. Paralyzed. And I've heard people debate it. They say, well, I don't really like McDonald's french fries. You should try so-and-so's fries. Are these real people? Well, these are real people, and they've told me before, they say, this is a good one, they say, try uh, Rally's French fries. Now, if you're on the East Coast, that's Checkers. Their French fries are pretty good. There's They're a lot okay. of seasoning the, the on seasoned them. seasoned fries, yeah. right? And and really, they, they absorb a lot of the grease. Yeah, seasoning. yeah. Um, then I've had people say, hey, you know, McDonald's fries are okay, but you should try Burger King's fries. I don't like Burger King's I don't. Fries. I don't have anything against Burger King fries, but I don't think they're as good as McDonald's. No. Then I have people come up and say, hey, you know, Burger King's fries are crap. McDonald's fries are crap. Got to try the Wendy's fries. Now, their sea salt ones they did have. I don't know if they still have them. I haven't been to Wendy's in a while. Those were actually really good. I was quite surprised. Not as good as McDonald's, but they were pretty good. I thought they were okay. They're kind of, they're not steak cut. But they're on the thicker side. Yeah. And they kind of, if you don't hit, hit them with the right temperature for the right amount of time, they come out soft and they're 
You like them crispy. I, I kind of like them crispy. I've had people tell me, Carl's Jr. And I've never had Carl's Jr. fries come out good. They're always soggy. I've technically never had Carl's fries. <laughs> I've never had their fries. You've never had Carl's Jr. fries? No. <laughs> They're not bad. I'm assuming if I could get them fresh, maybe I'll go in there and ask for no salt. So that they'd have to drop me a new set. Yeah. That would make sense. So I can verify and maybe put sprinkle my own little salt in there. It's not the crack solution like McDonald's, but <laughs> just a little crack. Just a little bit. Um, I've had people say, you should try the Wiener Schnitzel fries. And Never had those fries either. <laughs> I just was like, okay, they're fries. Like, no, they have been made. No, I have way, way back in the day. But there was like chili cheese fries. So I don't know if that's the same as like regular fries because those are kind of smushy already. That that's that's what I'm saying. You might have wanted to put the chili in them because those are already greasy <laughs> and smushed and nasty. I've had people say Arby's fries. <gasps> I've never. I haven't had anything from Arby's. The Arby's fries were kind of like the uh, Rowley's Checkers fries. Just greasy with the seasoning. They're kind of greasy seasoned. They're okay. Mm, they're all right. But I think I know where you're going with this. In and out. Yes. The In-N-Out French fries. Yes. Right from the potato. Potato. Now, if you're in an area of the United States or anywhere else in the world where you don't have In-N-Out, they take the actual potato right there in-house. In your face. And they they put it into the dicer like they were at Jamba Juice. About About to dice up your stuff. They dice up them French fries. Boom. And drop them in the deep fryer right there. I have them go twice, though. I get them crispy. Oh, man, but they're just delicious. They don't even need crack. Sonic has okay fries. Yeah. I'm more fan of their tater tots. <laughs> and, yeah, that's true. Sonic is one of the places that has tater tots. Freaking delicious. That is pretty good. It's pretty good stuff. It's good shit, pal. <laughs> Ain't nothing like a turkey sandwich. What? <laughs> Chicken breast. How did we get so off topic there? People coming up asking for people's fries. People <laughs> coming up and asking for fries with no respect, like like Ring of Honor. Exactly. No, <laughs> no respect. <laughs> oh, man. So moving on, we got Jim Cornette and Miro. They got into it. Uh, what did they get into it for? Penelope. Really? So, yeah. Jim made a comment on, uh, it was either the experience of the drive-thru. That um, it's just something that he had heard, not that he had said it himself. He heard if Penelope had as many dicks sticking out of her <laughs> as she had had stuck in her, she'd look like a porcupine. How do you hear something like that? But he never said that. He just heard it. He relayed the message. But someone who would have relations with Jelly Nutella should have a medical professional on her speed dial. <laughs> First of all, like I said, how do you just hear something like that? Like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not saying that he said it. I'm not saying. I'm saying he probably did just freaking re- retweet so, it. Like. So somebody informed Miro of this, and Miro re- responds back, If you call the Penelope slut again, it come to your God's wrath on you. You know, you can't really understand what he's saying. <laughs> you understand, not personally drive to your basement. <laughs> Implying that Jim Cornette doesn't have a castle, he has a basement. 
He has a castle. Like, he probably has a basement in the castle. Like, he probably has two basements in the goddamn castle. He's implying it's just a basement, so. Oh, my God. Who knows? Cornette fired back. Bluto, somebody that's known me for a while better sit down and tell you why you're making a drastic error trying to joust with me before I make you wish you'd never tried to learn English. You're a toothless lamb about to piss off a wolf, and I just want you to be aware of your peril. He says, ah, fuck it. This will be too good to pass up. Somebody tell noted video game nerd and Popeye villain wannabe, Miro, that I'm not going to waste this tongue lashing in pieces on Twitter. It'll come this Tuesday on the drive through podcast, and it'll be glorious. Don't tell Penelope. Fuck. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Don't waste all the goodness on freaking Twitter. No, just make that shit live. Let everybody know it. Even Penelope. A fan question back, is he turning into Ryback? Oh, God. Cornette says, no, he's not even that talented. <laughs> just a great value brand Ryback on the generic <laughs> brand show. <laughs> so, oh, that's bad. Let, let, let's put it this way. You, you, don't, you don't mess around with Mr. Uh, James E. Cornette. No, you do not. Not unless you want a good lashing. That's the only way that's going to happen. You may want to mess around and get a lashing from James E. Barnett. That's my boy. Oh, boy. All I see is money, money, money. I don't know if you want to get that kind of lashing. <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole different kind of show. A whole different show altogether. So we got a few more topics, then we'll get out of here. Paul Heyman on why <laughs> Christian ran away from the WWE. I didn't know he ran. I mean, he probably like limped, but I, g I guess. I think there's a little bit of hard feelings there. Paul E. saying that he's inferior to Edge and that the treatment Edge is getting is just, you know, too much. What? Where do I even begin on this? How many challenges can there be for the Universal Championship during WrestleMania season? There's Edge. You'd think with the surgically repaired net, would learn not to piss off your tribal chief because that's what Edge has done, and it's not healthy for Edge. Let's think about this. Edge, your best friend in the world, knew he was going to become Roman Reigns' target just to get in your head. What did he do? He ran away before Roman Reigns could target him. How many of your Christians need to convert before you realize it's not smart to piss off Roman Reigns? You, Edge, have pissed off Roman Reigns. You want to be the special and I can't even read Paul Heyman's stuff. <laughs> Paul Heyman is just so, just so doused in bullshit. I can't. You want to be the special enforcer? You want to involve yourself in Roman Reigns' match against Daniel Bryan? Why? Because you know it's easier to fight with Daniel Bryan than it is with Roman Reigns, who's untouchable, who is unbeatable, who is reigning, defending, undisputed, unconverted WWE Universal Heavyweight Champion in the main event of WrestleMania. You're going to say it in his voice to make it make sense. I guess so, because it doesn't make any sense. No, it's just ranting randomly to make you confused on purpose. It's mostly just so you see his fat face chisel. His orange fat face. That's it. Is that, I don't know why. I don't know why. <laughs> On my father's eyes. I don't know why. Exactly. He, he ran away. That was, that was just something I said. He was just so scared. I, I called Meltzer. I, I don't know. <laughs> it's extreme. His orange face is extreme. And how many chins he has is extreme. And I have nothing against Paul Heyman. I really like the guy. He's great. He's like a great manager. I wouldn't trust him with anything. But he's a great manager. But yeah, it's just he's very extreme. And with why that face wasn't he cast as neck. the penguin 
in the new Batman. Like seriously. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Is this the Batman one we're talking about that has the, the freaking Twilight dude in it? It's Edward. No, I'm just kidding. Edward Wayne. I'm going to put it out there. I'm a Jacob fan. Him Aww, and his CGI abs. I don't care. Jacob should have been Batman? No. I, well, yeah, you know what? Yes. He was at, He was Aaron, Aaron Bourne, Adam Bourne, some kind of Bourne, Jason Bourne. He, he probably, was Shark Boy. And he still had CGI abs. <laughs> like, <laughs> even as well, he was like seven, eight years old, had more abs than this Jacob, or not Jacob, this Edward guy. Like, Man. I'm just saying. You're going hard on this guy. I don't like him. And that's uh, it's not to say I don't like him. I don't like the character he played in that movie. He seemed like he was in pain at all times. And I do not think he has the physical or even the acting chops to play Batman. And there's been a lot of bad Batmans. I think he's going to be the worst, though. That's just my opinion. But he's a vampire. What the hell does that have to do with Batman? He's the Dark Knight. Is he a vampire bat? No, Batman, vampire Batman. You get no, never mind. This is so bad. All bad. Since you're going in, let's let's just keep you going <laughs> in on here. Ember Moon reveals she almost retired last year. Oh my god, girl, please, please, please retire to a treadmill. Y- your girl, she almost retired. She if almost gave d- it up. You're about to give it up. Like seriously. <laughs> no. I'm s- I've never liked her. I've never liked her character. I think she could. I honestly think she could do a whole lot better. But then I don't know what happened. She left and came back and came back for like three times the size for the she was before before she left. So I don't even know. I think she should retire. I think she should focus on herself. Learn to love you. Get on a treadmill. Get on a better diet and do something that you actually seem to like because this is not the business for you. I'm sorry. It's well, just not. Well, here's the business. She posted. It's taken me a few days to process this. Bitches. <laughs> Last year around this time I was thinking I would never enter the ring again and was considered retiring and now I can call myself champion again two years, 11 months since the last time I held gold and I am doing this with someone I truly consider a sister Shitsy Black Shark She's been there all along to lift me up Is that the tank one? Yes, Shotzi Blackheart Okay, yeah Shout out to uh, Shotzi Blackheart <laughs> <laughs> No, we're, we're going to throw out the shout-out. We're going to go shout-out Hood Slim. Right? There you go. She's been there to lift me up, to make me laugh, have my back, and even hold me back when I was wrong. Shotzi makes me want to do so much better. No way. Be so much better as a person and a performer. We are two peas in a smoke-filled tank. I love ya, TTP. For the first time in a long time, I'm having fun, and my passion, bitches, has been reignited on an entirely different level. I think I just heard a bad girl's freaking confession right there, because that was just ridiculously painful to hear, and we're ridiculously full of baloney. Well, I'm not done, and here comes the worst part of this baloney sandwich. Thank you, Triple H. This is only the beginning, and I am so thankful to be home at NXT. This is a wolf, a werewolf. A vampire, werewolf, a lichen, a half... Hybrid. Hybrid. There you go. That's a weak excuse of a hybrid. So now do you see why if they're let up off of Batman? Oh, yeah, because it get worse? Like, seriously. No. He's a vampire. Oh, my God. And a Batman. Oh, my God. You can't be Batman and vampire. That is not I'm sorry. If Ember Moon can be whatever she is She can't be. That's the problem. She cannot be it. She she should have just retired. 
Thanks a lot, tank lady. If you didn't come in and make her feel better about herself, then she would have retired. Well, check it out. Between Shotzi Blackheart and Ember Moon, there's probably going to be a combined, I would say, 100 and maybe 101 botches per match. And probably 10% of those botches are going straight to the bump card and taking years off of their career and their lives. And that's sad, though. That Shotzi is the best thing since sliced bread goes wrong on the ring apron. Exa- exactly. Okay? That's all exactly. I'm saying. Exactly. It's two people that should retire. And Ember Moon, every move that she busts out is totally unsafe, not just for the f- person taking it, but mostly for her. Exactly. And she's a twisting corkscrew better. stunner off the road. Like, wh- girl, you're going to hurt yourself. And she has. She's hurt herself in every possible way. That's why she was thinking about retiring, because she doesn't know how to work. She doesn't know how to get over without doing stupid shit. And sadly, like you can teach that, but for her, you just can't teach no, that. No, I'm pulling the Enzo, the Enzio yep. on this one. You can't teach that because she learned how to bump she learned how to fall she couldn't learn how to get over and she couldn't learn how to stop slow herself down stop doing stupid shit lay the fuck out and let the match fucking take over i think it's in her character as well that's not helping her she thinks she has to be this badass freaking wolf vampire hybrid thing no like i don't even know what she is now she's focusing on her vampire hybrid mode bitches and then on top of that, she's trying to get her shit in. Oh my, everyone's got to get their fucking shit in. And that's why the matches never take place. The matches never develop. And the matches never They're take shit over. shit shows. These guys are just taking over for themselves, going into bad business for themselves, doing what old Ben Hamoon calls wrong style. We're just talking about diving, diving, diving. Kick, 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 kick. Leg slap, kick. leg slap, leg slap, leg slap. It's like Jim Hernandez says, they're all shit in the bed. That's what's happening. They're getting in the ring and just letting one big one go in their own underwear. Well, have you have you heard about leg slap class? Randy Orton, a while back, took to Twitter and got on the guys for slapping their fucking legs. Really? Yeah. He was saying, hey, you know what? Like, we see you. And one of the guys from Retribution, I, th- I think it was Retribution, got into it a little bit with him. So- somebody fired back, and he didn't sell for it. He's just like, you know what, dude? Slap your leg and have a good time. <laughs> So it caused a backlash. People saying, well, Shawn Michaels, Shawn Michaels, Shawn Michaels slapped his leg. He started the shit. Oh, my God. So Shawn Michaels has responded on the use of leg slaps. Oh, really? In the WWE. Load a boot here. Clearly, I look back and I go, okay, I did it. I just did one. <laughs> I'm always at the clock. I'm, I can remember when I started telling started people telling me to too fast, too much, and to this and there's balance there they were right in some respects and at the same time the business always evolves and changes uh, football isn't played the same and basketball isn't played the same uh, so I don't know I'm somebody that embraces those changes I feel like somewhere in the middle uh, and balance is so important I appreciate the style today I appreciate the athleticism of the performance today uh, are they perfect? No uh, but, but neither will we he's keeping an eye out them just one eye the one that works <laughs> oh damn <laughs> you know so in clear Shawn michaels fashion he basically just came out and buried them yes yes he did he basically just burned everyone but while towing the company line at the same time which he was never professional enough to do that before so i guess this is clearly a step in the right direction. For well, I mean, he isn't he in the background scene now in freaking NXT with Triple H? He's learning all the tricks. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And and that's why, you know, 
He's taking it to heart, though. You know. Well, they're not perfect, but you know, neither was I. Oh my god. Really? And we should get into why it's not perfect because it's not the leg slap that's the big deal. That that sweet chin music is a loaded boot. Oh yes, it is. It's a loaded boot gimmick. Especially when he actually loads it up. If he's gonna sit there stomp and stomp it, oh no, it's gimmick. If he just kicks you out of nowhere, yeah, you know, he the just clubfoot assassin, the <laughs> grappler. <laughs> they did the loaded boot gimmicks. You tap the boot to signify to everybody you're putting that metal plate in the place. Then you kick that guy right in his face and he's out. Done. Shawn Michaels and Marty Jannetty, two grown men, bigger than Young Bucks, okay? <laughs> exactly. Double. <laughs> s- uh, Gorilla Monsoon called it the Savat Kick. Those educated feet, the Savat Kick, the side Savat Kick, that karate style kick. <laughs> I mean, it goes off to the side, so yeah, technically, they, yeah. Two grown men hit the same kick at the same time and couldn't take out an opponent. Shawn Michaels hits you out of nowhere with the sweet chin music. It doesn't take After you out. he warmed it up. Yeah. Oh, if he's warmed it up, tuned up the band, and got that gimmick into place, you go out just like that. There's got to be a few people who didn't go out from that. After it's been tuned up? Yeah. I know there is. I know there is. There's got to be somebody. I don't know who. And I can't. Well, you know something, brother. Oh, he just. Oh, God. It just doesn't work for me, dude. (laughs) I swear on my father's eyes, bro. Exactly. (laughs) I want to say it's The Undertaker, but I mean, The Undertaker, you you can't take The Undertaker down. His boot's not as big as mine, brother. Exactly. He just just put his foot out there. You're going to run into it. You got that? Yeah, I'm not going to run to you. You're just going to bounce off the rings, and you're going to run into my foot. I'm just going to hold it here for you. Don't worry about it. No tuning, no nothing. No tuning. You just run into it. And you just run into it. You get caught up in a big old mess. Yep. <laughs> well, talking about a b- getting caught up in a big old mess, Gino Hernandez's mom was apparently secretly married to Jimmy Superfly Snooker. Now, that is just some Jimmy triangle. the Superfly Snooker, at the time when he killed that poor Nancy lady, with the, the the headbutt heard around the world, which led to the first Money in the Bank briefcase match. Exactly. showed up with the... Silver briefcase. With the gimmick. Got uh, Superfly out of a little bit of trouble. That's more than a little bit of trouble. Well, he was with the Nancy girl on the side and not with his wife at the same time. But this lady's saying she's married to him on the side. So he might have been married to two ladies at one time. And That's not even legal. <laughs> it's a Polynesian island love, brother. Oh, God. But, uh, no, that's called crazy. That's what that's called. Who? Who? Superfly. Who? And did she not say the freaking quote, the freaking, that she just recently found out he passed away? So you've been married for, to this fool for how long? You just found this out? No, 10 years during that time period. Oh, okay. So that was that's 83. So I don't know if she's saying 83 to 93 or if she's saying right when she married him is around the time they're saying he killed somebody. So if she's saying from 83 to 93. That's insane crazy superfly was nuts yes and after roddy piper broke that coconut over his head he was <laughs> a little <laughs> more nuts yeah than that's way been. more than cte that's a whole a whole a whole problem neurologically i think he was whacked the hell out and then sadly as we all know they all like to do extra things they all like to have things on the side freaking you add those in there are you saying that the superfly was on the a to the z no yes and he might the have A to the Z, the Z to the A, and all the alphabet, all the numbers, there everything. There might have been a couple B12 and shot, B12 shots injected here and there. A couple. Yeah, sure, we'll go with the couple. <laughs> Not the super fly. Yeah. Super, super, super fly. 
Yeah, I'm sure he was super, super, super fly with the needle probably in his arm. Super fly. It's <laughs> in the butt cheek, baby. Either. That, who knows what he was putting in there? Butt it was cheek, in the ass arm. <laughs> and speaking of the ass end, we're at the ass end of this program. We got one more, and we're going to wrap it up. And this is the best one. I saved the best for last. I always do. You do. So we got T-Bar. <laughs> Retribution. T-Bag. Four stars. Uh, no, four thumbs down. Yeah. And the thunder gun. Four thumbs down. Retribution member T-Bar was accused by an individual on Twitter of blocking transgender people on Instagram. Ooh. Something he quickly shot down. I support the trans community fully. Uh, if I blocked you on Instagram, it's probably because you're an asshole. <laughs> I mean, that could be true, though. Like, <laughs> the, the T in T-Bar st- stands for trans rights. Okay, now that's no, I don't believe that at We've all. We've now remade, renamed him here in the street theater. He is now Tea Bag. Tea Bag, yes. And the T in Tea Bag stands for trans rights. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because we no, got the trans rights in the bag. He's just trying to save his bottom. That's all that that is, and it probably mostly freaking that comes from the higher up of you're gonna have to fix this because we can't have that. And my buddy here slap nuts. Exactly. Teabag and slap nuts, and Virgil. <laughs> I thought it was Mace. Virgil stands for Black Lives Matter. Oh my God! That's what he says. For the B and bar stands for T, and T bar stands for trans rights. B and T bar stands for Black Lives Matter. And what about A and R? Um. T bar. Um, You're forgetting two letters. <laughs> That's how you know it's full of poop. <laughs> That's exactly. How you don't have anything else for the other two letters, but the first two. Well, and only uh, did this come out only after they reported him blocking transgenders? Yes. Yeah, that's fake. Yes, that's fake. They're just covering it's their own tra- butts. Transphobe. Oh God. Transphobic. Transphobic. People honestly, one need to look up that word, and two stop throwing it around because not everybody's transphobic if they don't understand something, if they misquote something, if they accidentally or purposely even offend you. That doesn't make them against every kind of freaking trans. Well, it look, doesn't. I'm genderless. I'm gender fluid. I'm like an alien. I don't have a gender. I don't have a sex. I don't have a color. I don't have a race, a creed, an ethnicity, or a religion. So this is what I just came up with: the T. Stands for trans. The B stands for Black Lives Matter. And the A stands for aliens. And the <laughs> R stands for rights. So oh, my God. There you go. Black alien rights. There you go. That that could work. Retribution. Retribution. Freaking ridiculous. They're just trying to save their bacon. That's all that, that is. So saving the bacon. I think we're going to have to save the bacon here on the show because I might have got us canceled. Canceled. Five thumbs down in the Thunderdome. Oh, that's terrible. It doesn't get any worse than that, I'm telling you. It really <laughs> five thumbs down. But it doesn't get worse than five thumbs down. You can get your seven stars in the Tokyo Dome. You get your shit in. Super kick. Super exactly. kick. In the Tokyo Dome, if Dave Meltzer's watching, you're allowed to slap the fuck out of your leg. It's actually encouraged. <laughs> and if you dive over the top rope, you get brownie points for hurting yourself. Yay! I win too. (laughs) We all win here on Street Theaters. If you made it this far in the episode, you might be half asleep. But thank you for sticking around. Yes, thank you very, very much. And we're not going to be on Podbean anymore, I don't think. There was a little bit of an issue with the Podbean system that I did not like. 
and I might be moving it over. So if you're listening to it on this feed, this might be the last episode on Podbean or the next to last episode, but have no fear. You can look up just now Street Theater instead of World So Loud, and it will direct you to us and all the content we've got coming up. So for Starbucks, (laughs) the hot chai tea. Mm, Yummy. And for Vance McMahon, you're all fired. (laughs)